Welcome on into episode number eight of the SFL podcast. Mike and Andy coming at you with a very special episode this evening. Andy, it is our one of our favorite episodes of the season, the midseason awards show. Mike, this is always a fun one, and I uh, can't believe it's already that time. Dude, where did the time go? It's crazy. I mean, it just seems like we were uh, hoping and praying for the season to get started, and here we're sitting at uh, the Browns 2-4, and four, and uh, soon to be 2-5 and five after they play Uncle Bill's Patriots. Well, Jarvis said that they're going there to win, Mike. So does that make you feel any better? Well, I wouldn't expect them to be going there to lose. So I guess that's uh, that's a step in the right direction. But of course, the media <laughs> took that and ran with it and oh, of said that Jarvis Landry has guaranteed a win. Of course um, they did. And then Bill Belichick promptly told his team that. Um, so to give them a little extra fire as if they needed it. But you know what, Andy? I, I think uh, what's the spread on this game? Like 16 points or something like that? Something like that. It, it's obscene. I think it keeps going up. It was 13, and I think it's gone up even more. So, I mean, nobody is picking the Browns to win this game. I would love it if they could just shock the world and pull everything together and, and play well. But here's, here's something I don't think that anybody's really talking about. Patriots haven't played anyone. No, they have not. Their schedule's been an absolute joke to this point. It has. I mean, cool, you beat the Dolphins. And the you know, Jets. The Jets without oh, Sam Oh, and Darnold. the Redskins. <sighs> the Redskins. The Giants. Good for them. I mean, they have had the easiest schedule. They're making Jamie Collins look like Khalil Mack, Lawrence <laughs> Taylor. Yeah, and Danny Shelton. Danny Shelton is also on that team. Danny Shelton, yeah. And uh, one of the McCordy brothers who uh, – yeah, both both McCordy and Jamie Collins started for the Browns team that went zero and sixteen. I know what the hell, man. That's telling. But yeah, I they, mean, they've played nobody. This and their schedule is going to get a little bit tougher starting this week. I mean, Definitely. not like the Browns have been great, but they have more talent better. than the teams that for sure. uh, they've been playing for sure. So we'll see how they hold up. I mean, have you seen the stat, Mike? This this says it all. Have you seen the stat that showed what their record would be if their offense didn't even take the field? No. So this is, you know, obviously this is unrealistic, but let's say let's say the Patriots offense never took the field and it was just strictly their defense. They would have a 3-3 three, three and 1 record right now. Isn't that insane? That's just mind-boggling. You there, Mike? Andy, you still there? I'm still there. Yeah, you still here? Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm a little dead for a second. A little but, connection uh, issue. Hey, hey we're, uh, we're back. Um, but, yeah, that is absolutely insane. And, man, I mean, their defense is incredible. I think Bill's obviously got them playing uh, playing real well. But, you know, they're an experienced Super Bowl champion team. So, 
I think uh, Tom Brady was like something like 22 and one against quarterbacks in their first and second year at home. Jeez. So. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. We will see what happens this, this weekend and be interesting to see if uh, one of us actually picks the Browns to win. Well, it always seems like, and I'll say this, it, it always seems like when you're expecting the Browns to win, they let you down. Right. But when they seem to be completely out of it, they always surprise you. They get your hopes up. Then they go lose a game that they should win. Two things that are, I think are positives that aren't really being brought up as well this week is that Josh Gordon uh, is now out for the year. Yes. Uh, and I also saw word that the Patriots will be cutting him um, when he's eligible to return later in the year if, that's, if he's healthy. So it seems like the Josh Gordon experiment is done in New England, especially with the addition of Mohamed Sanu, who they picked up from the Atlanta Falcons this week for a second-round draft pick. Now, I saw they just traded Michael Bennett also. And that was the next thing I was going to bring up. Absolutely. Those, I mean, those are two guys that have been real good for them so far this year. So, And Michael Bennett's a great defensive end. So, I mean, you know that, that weakens their defense a little bit, and I'm not sure why they were wanting to get rid of him. I know he was, was being a, a little bit pouty from what I understand, but Bill, yeah, Bill, Bill doesn't, doesn't put up with it. No, he's not afraid to, to just cut guys, you know, especially if, even if they're in their prime, he doesn't care. No. He'll let you go. And then from the Browns standpoint, I would hope that Denzel and Greedy, I, ho- I would hope their hamstrings are finally okay and they're ready to, to come back after, what, seven games? Why? Do, do you, and then, do you um, know if they practiced fully this week so far? I was perusing through the injury report tonight. <clears throat> I'm not sure. I know that. Well, they were practicing though, even before the bye. Let's and they see. Still so yeah, play, Greedy and Denzel both full practice participants this week. Demarius Randall, however, didn't has not practiced this oh, week. He's got God. a hamstring injury. Uh, Baker was a full participant in practice. Miles Garrett was limited today with a knee injury. Um, what are they doing in practice? That all these guys are get. It's not even in the games that all these injuries are occurring. I don't know. Like. What the hell are they doing? Andy, it goes back to the the thing that I am harping on. Freddie Catch Freddie Kitchen says no idea what he's doing. None. Doesn't seem like it. That's for sure. I don't know. There's just so many questionable things and we'll see how he does this week, you know, with a full Two weeks to prepare for New England, who's who played on Monday night. Don't forget, and they're playing. They're coming on a short week, so this you know you'd think this game should favor the Browns in terms of rest and health and preparation. But um, one would think certainly right? they've only had two weeks to prepare for this. Yeah, talent and, ex- <clears throat> and experience, um, you know, are often the difference maker and discipline. Speak, speaking of that Monday night game, how how bad was Sam Darnold? Yeah, in that Jets. boy. What oh, you, my God. Four interceptions and a fumble. And a fumble. I heard uh, after the game, didn't he say he was seeing ghosts out there yeah. or something he, like he that? He was mic'd up during the game. Oh. And they showed him on the sideline, and he's just like, man, I'm seeing ghosts out there. <laughs> so that's not good. I didn't that's realize that look. was during the game. Yeah. Well, that's kind of shitty of ESPN to do that. It is. Yeah, it is. Because, you know, like, But they don't care. They're just they, – I, I hate ESPN. They Mikey, I thought you know they were miking up the players to get you know the hoorah and all that bullshit. Apparently they're, uh, you know, 
trying to make people look bad too. The best – did you watch when ESPN mic'd up Nick Chubb for the Ravens game? Uh, not that did I Did you remember. see that? So it was awesome just because, you know, Nick Chubb's a beast, but it was hilarious because he's so quiet that he maybe said three words the entire time. It was just him, like, running and, like, breathing and, like, <laughs> it was nothing else. I like Nick Chubb. Oh, he's, I love uh, Nick Chubb. He's a good guy and he's, you know, you could have a bunch of him on your football team. I think you'd be real happy. Oh, for sure. So, but uh, since we have a packed show, Andy, what say you uh, get into last week's week seven recaps? Which, it, boy, what a, it was! A, it seemed like it was kind of a down week um, for fantasy football altogether. Uh, a bit, a bit low scoring in general. There was a, a matchup. Andy's still there? Still there. I just don't know if you got me. I was just saying the scores were a little bit down across the board this week. It seemed fantasy was not – no real blowout weeks besides really Aaron Rodgers this week. Yeah, it was It was definitely down. And, uh, boy, Mike, I mean, Matt and Joe Marco's game says it all. Just take a look at that. Did they play last week? <laughs> well – I thought they were just. Play- I think Aaron Rodgers had more points than uh, their entire teams. They didn't make a side bet to just play their bench players. <laughs> Holy crap, Mike! Well, Holy crap! Well, let's uh, let's get into our first game. <laughs> that game. Uh, what the hell? Thirty-eight. Points scored by Joe Marco. He lost, of course. I mean, you score 38 oh. points, you typically lose. However, Matt's team improved to 6-1 and one by scoring 39.5. Yes. Oh, my God. Whew. I've never seen anything like that, Mike. In all of our years here doing fantasy football. So Matt is now 6-1. and one. Yeah, what what a uh, way to win the game. If you don't have every force. I think I keep losing you for some reason. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on here. The app is just not going Doing good right now, I guess. Huh. Well, we'll uh, keep trying to power through here. But um, so uh, Joe Marco's team falls to three and four. Patrick Mahomes, seven points. He threw a touchdown pass before he went out of the game with an injury. He dislocated his kneecap Thursday night. Yeah. And they're lucky that it wasn't worse, really. Yeah. I mean, the way that he got hit and he didn't have any other sort of ligament damage. Um. So, I mean, that, that's a huge loss for Joe's team. And if he would have even just been in, played the whole game, I mean, he could have won. Patrick Mahomes is, you know, as we all know, he could blow up at any time. Sunday. Um, he, I don't know if you heard me. He's not totally ruled out for Sunday yet. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. 
Yeah, I saw them clip a practice. He was hobbling around. So, I mean, there's not, they're not going to let him play this week. Come on. You wouldn't think so. I would be stunned if they let him play this week. But they, they still won the game with Matt Moore. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was against a really, really bad Broncos team where Joe Flacco got sacked, what, 10 times? 10 times. Um, I mean, the, just going down Joe's team here, not one player, Andy, in double digits. Yeah, crazy. When do you ever see that? Not one I mean, player. Ugh. Le'Veon Bell, seven and a half. He's been horrible this year. Yeah, what a he disappointment. Has been. Philip Lindsay, three and a half. Auden Tate, seven and a half. Was Joe's high score with along with Le'Veon Bell. Man. If only he would have put in uh, Marquez Valdez Scaling and Gardner Minshew. Those two guys outscored his entire team Holy on the bench crap. and would have won the game just those two guys. Holy crap. 40 points. That's crazy. Yeah. How about that? Who would have thought, though? You know, who would have thought to bench, you know, Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. But, well, and, and going over to Matt's side, you know, with his 39 points. David Johnson was active, and everybody thought he was going to play. And he got he got the first carry of the game, and then they took him out. That was insane, man. And I I left uh, his backup on the bench. We were talking I, about that before the before the I, game. I know, and I was like, should I start Chase Edmonds? Should I not? Luckily, I started him in DraftKings, and I was able to win some cash. But man, that was a disappointment because I uh, might have taken down Bill Belichick's dynasty. Did you do you listen to Matthew Barry at all no. on the ESPN app or anything? He had a, like a breakdown about that because apparently like the Arizona Cardinals Twitter page. Oh, was, you know was what I did? Him. I did see his rant on that. Yes. Yeah, because they like they posted some tweet where they're like, "Oh, you should have started Chase Edmonds in fantasy," and he's like, "He's like, why would I have started Chase Edmonds in fantasy when you told me all week that David Johnson was active and they dressed him and he was going to play?" Right. You know. So that was really stupid, but well, I still have no idea if he's going to play this week. Yeah, no one really knows. It's uh, completely ridiculous. Devonta Freeman, two points. Man, the Falcons are a disaster. They're terrible, absolute disaster. Um, Keenan Allen, eight. Cooper Cup, eight. Hey, we have a double digit score. Dallas Goder, twelve points. I mean, what a scratch spot start that was. Mm. Tight end with Jared Cook on a bye week. For Matt, and he's basically what the the difference in the game. Yeah, seriously, that was the only double point score with both these teams. Yeah, wow, absolutely brutal, Andy. I don't know if you had a chance to look back or not, but was this this had to be the lowest scoring total of all time? Oh yeah, it had to be. I didn't look, but I mean, I think I want to say somebody scored in the thirties last year. But they just yeah. got like pummeled by the other team. Right, right. You know, not not a not a this, pitcher's duel over here. Yeah, ridiculous. And I think what you you sent out a a, a Snapchat to the the fantasy group. And you're like, are, are Matt and Joe playing fantasy soccer right now? Yeah, because their score was like twelve to twelve or something at that point. Yeah. Man, I think uh, the Indiana Hoosiers have scored more points this year. <laughs> Probably Joey's soccer team. Well, uh, any more uh, ragging on these two guys? I mean, I feel bad ragging on Mac because he's six and one. But man, we got we got to see a little bit more of life, gentlemen. <laughs> that was bad. Matt's lucky he ran into his team. I mean, yeah. what are the odds? 
Yeah, man is now tied for the best record in the league. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Somehow, He's looking good. Some way. Well, let's move on to a team that uh, seems kind of moving in different directions here. Mark's team scored 130 points this week. They were the number one scoring fantasy team in the league. And Mark improved a four and two, four and three, excuse me, uh, downing Eric's team 130 to 91 and a half as Eric falls to one and six. Um, Mark had 38 points from Marvin Jones, 22 from the Rams defense, 19 from Allen Robinson, 17 and a half from Michael Thomas, 16 and a half from Derrick Henry, and 11 from Tom Brady. I mean, Mark's team, uh, they're kind of boomer bust, but man, they're, they're, they're an interesting team. They are an interesting team. <clears throat> he obviously got a huge game, like you said, from Marvin Jones. That sucked for Eric. Eric had Adam Thielen, another injury for Eric. He's had injuries left and right this season. Um, I think he left the game early. Yeah, he did. He did get Saquon back. Tough loss. I mean, when you score 91 points, especially when your team has been struggling. Especially when two teams didn't even score 70 combined. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a tough pill to swallow. I I don't understand how Mark is getting by with Derrick Henry and Jordan Howard as two starting running backs, but – Whatever he's doing is working. It's the consistency so. out of Michael Thomas. And, I mean, Derrick Henry, look, Derrick Henry is not going to be the guy that's super flashy. But the Titans rely they run the on ball. him they for run their the entire ball. offense. Yeah. He's got that's 500 yards rushing. I mean, you look at his his stat line this year. 27, where'd it go? Stupid ESPN. 27, 16, 10 and a half, 10 and a half, 13, 2 and a half, 16 and a half. So say what you will about Derrick Henry. He's been nothing but consistent this year. He gets the ball. You know, he gets carries. So. Yeah. Um, Jordan Howard, though, I, I don't know. that That's a bit of a surprise to me that he's been this good so far this year. Well, he only had six points this week. You know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's been playing pretty well, I'll say. Well, not really. He only really had one big week. He's only been in double digits twice. Never mind. Yeah, that one big week, 29 points against Green Bay, 12 points against the Jets, then he's been four and six since. Yeah. So going into two, actually three real tough matchups, Buffalo, Chicago, and New England the next three weeks. For Eagles? For the Eagles, yeah. So that is have, tough. If you have Eagles players, uh, their production will probably be pretty limited. Yeah. I would think so. They, I mean, Carson Wentz has kind of been struggling this year a little bit too. So yeah, yeah, he really has been. Um, on Mark's bench, really only got production from Eric Ebron. So had he started Eric Ebron, he would have got uh, buck forty-five this week. You see that that touchdown catch that Eric Ebron had, the one-handed catch, the one-handed, the one-handed. Yeah, it's amazing what uh, what people do when you actually throw the ball to the end zone. I, I don't know if the Browns have tried that so far this year. I. Who knows what the Browns are doing? Their receivers can't catch to start, even if they would throw the ball to the end zone. True. Anyways, sorry to bring that bring up a sore subject. <laughs> uh, Eric's team, 21 points out of Phillip Rivers, 14 and a half out of Saquon Barkley, 28 out of Latavius Murray, who ran all over the Chicago Bears this week. And I would expect Latavius Murray to uh, have a big week again as – uh, Alvin Kamara is out once again this week. So Was that confirmed? Is he out again? I believe so. I remember seeing something about it. 
Uh, but I'm not sure if it's. I know Drew Brees is talking like he wants to come back, which makes no sense to me because they're playing the Cardinals and their bye is next. That's week. right, they're playing the Cardinals. Yeah. So I, what I is? Mean, why would you rush that? I think they can beat the Cardinals with what they've got. Let Kamara and Brees get healthy. Yes. And then, I uh, move I just on picked up Atlanta. I just picked up Teddy Bridgewater because I almost I actually um, went to the free agency wire to see if he was available today. Oh, did you? I did, and then I saw you picked him up. So. Yeah. Which is okay because I had already planned on putting Jared Goff in against the Bengals anyway for a while. So yeah, uh, interesting. Who's Lamar play this week? He's got a buy. Oh, they got a buy. Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. poor Eric's team, man. He's uh, he's really had some bad luck this year. He but, has. Uh, he's been some bad luck. He, he definitely got buzzsawed uh, this week. Uh, moving on to make America great again. In the Stefan Diggs Bowl. Here it is. Uncle Tom improves to three and four as Never for Net Diggs, for Net Diggs, falls to two and five, scoring 79 and a half points. And Andy, funny. Uh, the difference in this game would have actually been Stefan Diggs. Yep. <laughs> That's tough. The, the difference was not Rex Burkhead. The difference was Stefan Diggs, who scored 17 and a half points. Um, definitely would have helped. Definitely would have helped. He has Rex Burkett in his lineup against me this week. Interesting. Probably because he's so, playing the Browns, he'll probably score 40 points. I was going to say, you know what's going to happen is we've been <laughs> ragging on him for Rex Burkett. Rex is going to drop like 50 points on me and Uncle, just destroy my team. I heard Uncle I Joe see that nailed a box of Lucky Charms to Rex Burkett this week. <laughs> I could see that happening. He hasn't done crap the entire season. And then we'll all, and then you'll just be watching the Browns game so intense. Oh my so, god! So intense. So and Rex Burkhead just goes off three dominating. Touchdowns. Yeah. Browns can't tackle a white running back. I honestly wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you never know. You know. That would just that would just be that the Browns can't be. tackle. Period. It doesn't seem like. Yeah, big Rex Burkhead just running over players left and right. Yeah. Stiff Arm and Miles Garrett. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. So yeah, we'll see. But Uncle Team Uncle Tom's team, ninety two and a half points. I mean, they, they definitely needed a rebound victory here this week because they've kind of had a bit of a, a rough go of it, but Sony Michelle, twenty two and a half points. Stefan Diggs, like we said, seventeen. Jacoby Brissett, a great start, 27 points. I'll tell you what, Jacoby Brissett is having a pretty good year. I mean, I didn't think he was going to be having as good of a year as he, he has. Uh, he's he's definitely doing pretty good. The Colts are still contenders, which is crazy, even after losing Andrew Luck. I mean, they're, their defense is solid. Their offense is playing really well. Yeah, um, I, th- I think they have a great coach in Frank Reich. Uh, Jacoby Brissett has 14 touchdowns and three interceptions this year. Wow. That's crazy. So that's good for him. I mean, he's been a solid backup for how long? Yeah. You know, he just never really got his, his chance. Well, if so. you really look across the league, Brissett and Garoppolo are, uh, two, two of Brady's backups have a combined, what? 10, 11 wins. Yeah. So yeah, pretty impressive. Patriots know how to pick them. Yeah, yeah, they sure do. Um, Uncle Tom's team, uh, is he going to be done with the Dante Pettis experiment now that Emmanuel Sanders is on the 49ers? 
I would hope so. He hasn't done much for him. He hasn't done a thing all year. Uh, there's a But uh, moving on to Uncle Joe's team, Deshaun Watson, 15, Fournette, 15. Uh, he started a Miami Dolphin, Andy. Kenyon Drake got a start this week, six and a half <laughs> points. Um, not sure if they're going to trade him or if they're going to keep him on the team. Uh, De- DeAndre Hopkins had a good week, 20 and a half points. Um, he, did. he did. Travis Kelsey, seven points. Uh, man. It's been real disappointing this year. Yeah, I mean, last year he was like a top 10 wide receiver. This year, I mean, he's been a single-digit scorer the last three weeks. Hard to say what's going on there. one touchdown this year. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? It is. Definitely he was something. Mr. Consistent last year. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see. We will see. So 79.5 points for Uncle Joe's team, 2-5. and five. They got to turn it around quick if they want uh, to see the playoffs this year. Yes, they do. The next game, Team Fantuzo falls eighty-seven to and a half to sixty-four and a half, falls to three and four to Evans' team, surging to four and three. Uh, Joe Fantuzo's team got two points from Matt Ryan. He has been a huge if not one of the biggest disappointments so far in the NFL this season. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, 23 points. Melvin Gordon, Andy, he, I don't know if you heard this, he said actually after the game that he wishes he would have went to training camp because he does not feel like himself. Yeah, no duh, Melvin. What did you expect? So that had to be one of the all-time stupid moves. And honestly, I hope that they do trade him to somewhere else because uh, I want Austin Eckler to start getting some more opportunities. Yeah, let Austin Eckler play. He well deserves and has been playing so much better than Melvin Gordon. And Melvin Gordon's just taken up uh, his his share of targets in the ball. The Chargers team has gotten worse since Melvin Gordon. Have they won a game since Melvin Gordon came back? No, they haven't. They lost to Tennessee and they and uh, Ryan Tannehill this week. Yeah, bad. Yeah, I don't know, Melvin. You gotta wonder. You would think you know because he he came back, so he would would keep his eligibility, yeah. his free agency el- eligibility. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's, you know, just coming and collecting his paycheck. Like right. he, you think he'd be having a big year, you know, but he just, it's, I don't think people realize when you don't go to training camp, you know, you can train all you want, but if you're not in football shape, yeah. it's going to take some time. Absolutely. Very disappointing effort from Evan Ingram and Will Fuller this week, but I think we'll point only a half point each. Well, they both out. got hurt. I was going to say they both got hurt. I was just looking to see if I could find an update on Evan Ingram, but um, looks like he's That's, playing this week. Is he playing this week? I don't, okay. I don't see any update. I think Will Fuller's out for the year, though. Will Fuller, that's his yearly hamstring pull. That he's doubtful this week. He'll, he'll have like one or two massive games every year, and then he just disappears. Yeah. Yeah. Evan, Evan Ingram is, uh, I believe, going to play this week. So, Wow. We'll see. Uh, Juju had a bye. T.Y. Hilton on the bench, 16 points. Yikes, that was not good. No. Hmm. Yeah. I'd uh, I'd play T.Y. 
Mike, will be, I'll be interested to see what happens with Corey Davis now, who's been playing with Marcus Mariota. Yeah, good point. Um, you know, he could have a surge in production because he's actually a Ryan super Tannehill, talented yeah. receiver. I mean, look, Brian Tannehill is not going to win you a Super Bowl. He's probably not even going to take you to the playoffs, but he could win you six games, seven games. Yeah. He's a better passer than Marcus Mariota, 100%. that's for sure. He had some good games. I mean, he had some decent seasons in Miami, Definitely. really. Yeah. yeah. So, solid backup. Yeah. Completely agree. Uh, Evan's team, Russell Wilson really had a down week this week. Boy, it was too bad that the Browns had Russell Wilson on the down week. Uh, it seems like the Ravens just keep getting lucky. They do. I mean, Russell Wilson destroyed the Browns and did nothing against the Ravens. Yeah, he was near perfect against the Browns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aaron Jones. Yeah, it's not like the Ravens defense is that great. No, you know? I mean, they give up 40 at the Browns. So that's, yeah. But uh, Evan's team is led by his two stars, Aaron Jones, who's going into this week. He's the start of the week at running backs, I believe. Uh, he scored 16, Tyreek 14 and a half, uh, Robert Woods 10 and a half, and 19 out of the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. So they obviously played the Cincinnati Bungles, who were – one of the terrible three terrible teams in the NFL. Terrible. Still winless, I think, right? There actually could be two teams this year that go 0 and 16 and two teams this year that go 16 and 0. Man, that'd be crazy, wouldn't it? Although I think Cincinnati and the Dolphins play in week 16 because we play the uh that their division. That's this right. Year, so that's right. Will not be possible. Who's going to win that that matchup? <sighs> That's going to be a Monday night oh, primetime game. That's got to be. I'll be tuned in. Maybe maybe Joe Mixon. My eyes uh, will be glued. We'll, we'll rush for more than three He'll hours. actually have a game. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, think get you. I think it's uh, after fantasy relevancy, so I don't think it even matters. No. Uh, Late in the season. Yeah. Uh, Evan, 13 points out of Gerald Everett from his tight end. So I think the Ravens with a bye this week, I think that's a perfect spot to slot uh, Gerald Everett as he's going against the Cincinnati Bengals this week. So hopefully uh, for sure. my starting QB, Jared Goff, will get him some balls. For sure. He's been pretty good. Yeah. Jared this year. That was a good pickup. Not too bad. Next game, Andy, let's talk about your team. 97.5 to 49.5. The Believe it or not, Andy, the 49.5 was only the third lowest uh, scoring output of the week. Yeah, who would have thought, right? Your team improves to three and four after an zero and three start. So three and one in the last four, pretty good. We've been hot recently. Joey falls to two and five. He's got to turn it around because uh, we're at the midway point. Yes, he does. But your boy uh, Josh Jacobs, fourteen and a half points. Cortland Sutton, eleven points. So he was on pace for about thirteen hundred yards and eight touchdowns, and I think. Uh, with Emmanuel Sanders and his about six to seven per game target share will definitely benefit Cortland Sutton. So in my opinion, that's definitely a plug and play uh, type of guy week in and week out for you. For sure. That was huge. He's already been having a good year. So yeah, he's going to be getting the majority of the targets now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you were kind of deciding either uh, Brandon Cooks or Amari Cooper. Um, Amari came back. Did you know he scored a touchdown or no? No, he did not. I don't think – yeah, he just – he had a decent game, though. He had 12.5 points. Yeah. Um, no, he's had I, 100 I yards. I, I didn't know what to do with Austin Eckler. And Oof. not that it would have mattered, but Blew I probably up. should have started him. Well, 
Um, yeah, I mean, he's going up against a, a better upper, upper echelon defense with a kind of an unknown situation. Yeah. I mean, I, I benched they, him in Dynasty, I think. Did you end up winning? Dynasty, yes. Mike, I had a chance to win in Dynasty. I had um, Sam Darnold going on Monday night. He got me negative seven points, and I lost the game. <laughs> I could, which I was—I mean, I'm okay with it because in that league, I'm a rebuilding team anyway. But I thought I was going to win, and then Sam Darnold came and just pooped himself. Oh my! So that God. was a good guy. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's good because you know you got we we both had our number one running backs on a bye this week. I had McCaffrey on a bye. You had Chubb on a bye, and. You know, you pulled yep. off a win, so that's that's uh, you know you have to sustain the buys and the injuries, and uh, and you did it this week. So, um, no. nicely done. Thank you, sir. I saw some stat about Austin Eckler that right now his production this year, receiving wise, is almost on par with what Travis Kelsey was last year, which is pretty crazy. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Receiving wise, he's been like elite. Interesting. Yeah. Might be a, a good player to put on in your flex position one of these days. I, I it's just I I don't know what to. I mean, Tevin Coleman he had a bad game, but I think it, it was the weather conditions. Mm-hmm. They oh, were really yeah, bad. Yeah, but yeah, he, that was bad. He got he got twenty carries. Like he's the clear cut back there. So I'm deep at running back. If anybody um if anybody wants to uh, talk trades, I'm looking to upgrade a little bit at quarterback. Huh. Yeah. Not a bad idea. All right. Well, moving on to Joey's team. He started Danny Dimes. Daniel Jones got him nine points. Uh, he outscored Carson Wentz this week. So he won that matchup, but not many else. Uh, Todd Gurley, 11.5 points. He has been a very disappointing player this season. Yeah, he really has. I mean, for a first-round guy, he hasn't really done too much. He is just a drastically different player than what he has been the past two or three seasons. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Julio Jones, 12 points. Larry Fitz, one and a half. Jason Witten, five. Gio Bernard, ooh, one point. But really, honestly, Andy, there really was not much Joey could do. I mean, his bench had one point, you know, obviously with yeah. uh, James Conner on a bye this week. So, you know, I think Joey's team has some potential, but he's just got to catch a little bit of fire here, you know, because I, I think Todd Gurley, James White, Julio Jones – and James Conner have the potential to carry a team. Yeah, I mean he's got he's got players for sure. Um, I think that Deshaun Hamilton is going to see a, a up put in, up in production because he's going to kind of fill in that um, Emmanuel Sanders role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Joey, I don't know if he realizes this, he also has an empty bench slot. Just you know, he should fill it with somebody. Why? Why though? <laughs> Why not? He's saving it for Dez. You never know when Dez will rise from the dead like Lazarus to go and win <laughs> the New England Patriots the Super Bowl. Oh, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. They're getting to kill Harry back soon. I'm curious to see what he does. Yeah. He's not playing this week, though. No, I don't think he can play till week nine, oh, okay. I think. Okay. So maybe the Browns can uh, sneak, sneak, sneak a win off. Dude, I hope so, honestly. <laughs> I have, be, go, I, I have a guarantee on for about Sunday. You have a guarantee? 
I guarantee the Browns will play Sunday. Man, all right. I think you're going to win that one. That is a dangerous better. If they win Sunday, the entire mindset and attitude of Cleveland is just going to shift again. It's crazy oh, what a win sure. can do. It's so just my uh, my brother-in-law, Julie's brother, is a mm-hmm. uh, big Patriots fan, so he's coming over for the game. Uh-huh. Um, so I just hope I don't uh, get too much smack talked at me as we get destroyed. But just just make it a good game. Yeah, I hope so, man. Well, speaking of the Patriots, uh, and, and moving on to our next game, the Pac-Men improved to 5-2, and 93-92 winners over Run CMC, my team with their first loss of the season. Uh, Uncle Bill was a little bit nervous. You know, obviously it was a smart play. He was up by one point going into Monday night. Obviously I was <laughs> done. He benched the Patriots' defense, uh, who promptly scored 23 points in a shutout win over the New York Gi- uh, New York Jets. Um, of course. So, you know, certainly that would have gotten them well over 100 points. But, you know, the Pac-Men are the number one scoring team in the league, so he figured he didn't need it. He already had the win solidified and didn't want to give me even a glimmer of hope on Monday night. <laughs> do what you got to do, right, Mike? Yeah, I was like, oh, man, maybe the Patriots defense can score in the negative. Yeah, right. Sam Darnold's back. It's going to be awesome. Sam Darnold's going to light him up. No. <laughs> I think Sam Darnold's first pass was an interception. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his first, second, third. <laughs> yeah, I mean, boy, rough. But uh, really the difference in the game was Aaron Rodgers and his, what, six touchdown passes. That was I mean, I was watching that game, and I just kept saying, no, no. Another one. Because, he's, you know, his top three uh, guys were injured. Top three wide receivers were injured. I know. He's just throwing touchdown passes that every Tom, Dick, and Harry was wearing a green on the field. Yeah, he had a huge game, man. What, 43 points? Yeah, 43 points. I mean, that really was the, the major difference in the game. And, obviously, I had Christian McCaffrey on a bye week. So, and he, But he obviously was missing uh, two top receivers, Deont- Devontae Adams and Chris Godwin. So Chris Godwin. Uh, yep. You know, I, I think uh, both, both teams have, have some potential. My running back situation is now uh, completely blown up with Kerryon Johnson, who's out for the season. It's rough. Yeah, I saw you picked up uh, T.Y. Well, I did not want to spend a, a ton of money. And you know, I've been kind of conservative with my free agent budget this year, but I, I have a huge hole and I got to spend 50 bucks to address it. I can't, can't take that chance. Now there were rumors that, um, Mark Liebenguth and, uh, Joe Fantuzzo were, were contacted. What? I'm just messing with you because of last dude. Last year's debacle. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you. That, that crossed my mind. Are you serious? Yes, it did cross my mind when I was putting together my uh, my budget, my my offer for T.Y. Johnson, carry on's backup. Or, yeah. What's his name? T.Y. Johnson. Johnson. Okay. Oh, that's right. Two Johnsons. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I was like, I was looking at everybody's like, oh, crap. You got a couple guys at, at like 100, 100 bucks. So yeah. I, I originally put a bid in for 24, and then I thought better of it and uh, went up to 51 to make sure that I locked it in. That was good. That was smart. If you want a guy, I mean, that's what the money's there for. So you still have, I mean, you still have more than a lot of people in the league. You know, I think 
who has the most now? Mark probably has the most. Joe Fantuzo has the most. He hasn't made a move. Or he uh, Joe Fantuzo. He hasn't made anything. Yeah. And he won't either. Most likely. Most likely. Unless he's cajoled <laughs> to do so. But Tinkering Tom has, has problems of his own. So. Yeah, he's got to get his own players right, right? But, uh, yeah, I mean, Delvin Cook, 26 and a half points for – Bills team. I mean, all he really needed was Aaron Rodgers and Delvin Cook. I mean, not a huge game for Mark Ingram and Michael Gallup or Shark or Ertz, Singletary. No. I mean, none of those guys in double digits. But, uh, Andy, I don't know if you heard this stat. Joe Mixon actually averaged uh, seven inches per carry this weekend. Seven inches. Seven inches. So we're uh, we're really wow. moving in the right direction there with Joe Mixon. I am uh, about done with Joe Mixon. So if anybody would like to offer me a trade for Joe Mixon, please send me your best offer. Um, I will be starting oh uh, Chase Edmonds this week. Yeah. Seven inches. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, he did have a touchdown though, folks. So um, he he outscored Mark Ingram this week. <laughs> You guys can do a swap. We could. We could do a swap. Um, actually, I might gladly do that swap. Um, <laughs> but uh, on Johnson going out of the game early after scoring two points really was uh, really hurt for me. Um, Tyler Boyd, five and a half points. It's just really difficult to win when you've got players on crappy teams uh, playing for you. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals suck, and I'm uh, cutting, cutting ties with uh, – them fantasy related wise not a bad idea uh hunter henry though that's a tight end that's been on fire since he has come back from injury he's been a beast he's been really really good i'm surprised he came back so soon too so that was, that's big for your team oh yeah huge you know i'm just color lock is glad pretty i hung consistent. on to him all season yeah for sure for sure i know a lot of people i picked him up in another league Somebody cut him, and I picked him oh, up, and great move. he's been phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we'll see. It really hurt me that uh, I had Chase Edmonds on the bench. who scored 33 points. <laughs> I was stunned. We were both talking points. about that, and I'm like, there's no way Chase – because David Johnson was active. Yeah. Like, there's no way Chase is going to do anything. I, and uh, We had, what, three touchdowns? My gut was telling me to uh, put him in over Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. I was considering it. Just because I know how good Uncle Bill's team is, and I kind of figured, okay, well, I don't have Christian McCaffrey. You know, it's probably a good time to risk it. You know, yeah, just, I gotta take a risk just to see what would happen. And I opted to play it safe, and I lost. So that happens. It's okay. That yeah, happens. You're still six and one, so you're still sitting there. You know, you're firmly in the playoff mix right now. Sure, for sure. But uh, you know, still got a long way to go. Um, although we're halfway through the. NFL season, we're not halfway through the fantasy season. Um, we have what? How many more weeks left? We're more than halfway through the fantasy yeah, so season. This is week eight. We only have. Uh, they go to 13, I think. They go to 13. So. Then the playoffs. Five weeks left after this week. So. Yeah, every game, every game counts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have we, have we had double digit winners before? How many are. We'll have to go back and see how many double-digit winners. I had. think Eric may have won ten games one year. Okay, yeah, we'll have to go back when he had Zeke and uh, I want to do. I want to go through and make like a a record book. Yeah, of the league, like hand it out to everybody. But don't don't give out your um, Christmas gift idea, Andy. Nobody take that. 
That's my idea. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Then you can add to it every year. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Excellent. Anything else on uh, on this game? Could potential two, potential two good championship teams. Uh, preview. Yeah, for sure. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how the uh, the playoffs line up. Yeah. You know, the matchups. Yeah, absolutely. Um, would you like to do uh, the picks or the waiver wire? I mean, I don't know. The waiver wire was pretty minimal. Yeah, waiver wire. There really wasn't much that happened this week, like at all. Yeah. Um, you had the one big move. I picked up uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Somebody paid up for Mohamed Sanu. I saw. I think Joe Marco has him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's about it. All right. We can want to pick them and then let's, go to the uh, yeah. Let's the awards. Let's pick them and go to the awards. All right. Um, all right. The so real quick with oh, with yeah, uh, the the fantasy, um, Mike, you're you're creeping closer in both. Um, I'm still up in fantasy twenty five to twenty three. Okay. But you're coming back. You had a humongous I did. week in the in the I NFL did, games. Yeah. You only got one wrong. I think. One yeah. wrong game. Yeah. So that was huge for you. Um, you're you're flying up. I'm up sixty four sixty two. Ooh, all right. Coming back. All right. Yes, you are. Excellent. Well, let's pick the fantasy games here. We have the Pac-Men playing the worst team ever. Uh, Uncle Bill projected for 96.8. Eric projected for 75.9. I'm going to take the Pac-Men. Uh, yes, give me the Pac-Men. In this game. By week, 95.6 projection projected against Team Fantuzo's 67. Point nine. Um, it's probably a lineup issue, I would guess, with bye weeks. Does Joe Fantuzo have some bye weeks or something? He does. Know. He hasn't updated it yet. Okay. So if he updates, uh, let's see here. Who who does he have on bye? Uh, well, I think. Let's see. I got see. it. I'm gonna have to go look. I got it. Or he had some people. He's on got his bench. Zeke on a buy. He's got Will Fuller still in, but he's out. Matt Ryan's questionable. He doesn't. He doesn't have T.Y. Hilton in. I don't think. All right, I'm gonna go with Joey's team for this one. Yeah, especially with Zeke on a buy. Yeah, I'm going with Joey. Make America great again, Uncle Tom versus going L in Matt's team. Eighty-six point five projection for Uncle Tom. Eighty-four and a half for Matt. I'm gonna go with Matt's team here. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Matt's team. This will be a close matchup. It, a lot of it is gonna depend on if uh, David Johnson ends up playing or not. Yeah. Um, and Alvin Kamara. That's true. I forgot he has Uncle Tom has Alvin Kamara. Hmm. That's a tough one. Who are his other? He has a lot of depth at running back, though. Coin flip. Uh, give give me Uncle Tom's team here. Okay. I'm gonna go with Tinkering Tom. You got it. And your team, the Avengers, projected for ninety two point six, playing Uncle Joe's team, projected for ninety six point six. Yeah, he is projected to score a crap ton of points. Huh. Does he just have some good matchups this week? Or something? I think Leonard Fournette plays uh, the, some garbage team. Probably the Dolphins or some shit. Let's see. Um, I think Rex Burkhead's projected for 35. Oh, that could be the difference. It could very well be. Rex Burkhead is actually projected for 8. 
Uh, has he scored eight points all season? I don't think so. Oh, Leonard Fournette's playing the Jets. Uh, Andy, give me your team. Yeah, I'm going to go with my team. Got to. Okay. Drew Fabrice, 4-3, and three, projected for 92.2. Evan's team project also 4-3. and three. So this is a really actually a, a matchup to watch this week, especially this a big with the game. playoffs on the line. You know, falling to 4-4, four and four, uh, you still have a lot of work. You're going to have like, the work cut out for you. Going to 5-3 and three would be a real, real victory here uh, for one of these two teams. Um you know, man, this is another, this is a tough one to pick, really. Any thoughts? I, I think Evans is going to win this. Yeah. What is it? It's week eight? Week eight. Okay. How many points did Mark, Mark scored? What, a buck 30 last week? 130. Yeah. He's the number one team in the league, huh? Huh. I mean, I know Michael Thomas is going up against, uh, Arizona. Arizona. I don't know. Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones is going to blow up this week. He's going up against Kansas City. Actually, you know what? Just because of that, give me Evans' team. Kansas City cannot stop the run. No, they cannot. No, they cannot. Robert Woods, Gerald Everett against the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Evans' team here. Sorry, Mark. And our last game, bless him again, projected for 89.3 versus run CMC, projected for 99. I will be picking my team to win this game. Yes, Mike, I think I would be surprised Knock with everybody coming wood. back for you. All right. So we got and the, Pat Mahomes out. Yeah. Most likely. And, uh, and take me home, my home country road, or whatever Eric called his team last year. Country road, take Mahomes. Country road, take Mahomes, exactly. All right, NFL games, Washington, Minnesota on Thursday night. Tonight, I will take the Vikings. Vikings, for sure. Arizona at New Orleans. Give me the Saints. Oh, for sure, yeah. That's going to be a blowout. Seattle at Atlanta. I will take the Seahawks. And all these, these first three games have been terrible. Yeah. Give me the Seahawks. This game may have a little variance. Philadelphia at Buffalo. I'm going to take the Bills in this one. I'm also taking the Bills. I think they have a good defense. Carson Wentz has been struggling. Going Bills. The Chargers visiting the Chicago Bears. I'm going to go with the Bears. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Okay. The Giants at Detroit. Give me the Lions. Yeah, Lions. Tampa Bay at Tennessee. Give me Tampa. I'm going with, uh, with Tennessee. Okay. Cincinnati at the Rams. Give me the Rams, please. Rams, please. Thank you. Jets visiting Jacksonville. I'm going to take the Jags and Gardner Minshew. Jags. Denver at the Colts. Give me the Colts. Colts. Colts have a better defense than, uh, Kansas City also. So, yep. If they couldn't play against Kansas City's defense, that's not a good sign. Agreed. Carolina at San Francisco, which is actually, I think this would be a good game. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with San Francisco, but um, can be tuning into that one. 
San Francisco stays undefeated. Oakland at Houston. Give me the Texans. Give me the Raiders. All right. Andy, uh, the Browns are going to visit the Patriots this week. Browns. Let's go. Patriots. Boo. Green Bay at Kansas City. Green Bay, I'm going to pick. Yeah, Green Bay will beat. And then Monday night football. We've got a great matchup, the Steelers and the Dolphins. Oh, my God. What a joke. I'll go with the Steelers. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Wow. All right. That would be a really disappointing loss. <laughs> it was really just a throwaway, but kind of a joke. Yeah. But, well, uh, I mean – Obviously, I would pick the Steelers, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Dolphins for my pick. Just All right, to, just for some, just to mix it up. I like it. All right, perfect. Well, Andy, um, we are going to get into our awards segment of the show. So, um, I don't know if you need to go and put your suit on or. Mike, I'm ready. I got my, my Anything suit like and tie that. on, I gotta, and I am good to go. My bottle of champagne. Got to go get my bow tie straightened or, or anything like that. Well, let's, uh, let's take a gander here down, down the red carpet. And uh, as we take a stroll down the red carpet, Andy, we look at all the adoring media and fans chanting our names. Um, it's uh, really amazing to be here for the award ceremony for uh, the mid-year of season number five. Yeah, we are. This is one of our favorite times of the year, Mike. Uh, it's a good gathering of all the teams and all the owners to collect our yeah. awards and have our teams praised or criticized. Yes. So there will be some uh, some great awards and some uh, pretty crappy awards, probably. So, what say you introduce the awards here? So, Andy, why don't you lead us off with the number one award? All right, our first award of the night goes to Matt's team. Matt, you have won the Resurrection Stone Award. Mm. Matt has done a good job. He's resurrected his team, Mike, from the ashes. They were toilet bowl losers last year. Yes, they were. Uh, and he's also done a good job resurrecting the fantasy football career of David Johnson Ooh. after I ruined him the past two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did have a goose egg this week, but uh, we won't hold it against him too much. No, he's been pretty good overall. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As much as I dislike him and as much as I hate to say it. <laughs> absolutely. Well, why don't we uh, we take a look at, you know, while we're highlighting Matt's team here, um, we'll look at how many points, you know, everybody scored for for and against. Um, any guesses to where Matt is? Matt's, Matt's sitting pretty, Andy. He's at 6-1. Yeah, his, his team has been solid. Um, Obviously, his points four took a little bit of a hit last week. I think he was the third highest, but I think he fell maybe to the fourth or fifth. He is fifth in points. Yeah. I think Evan passed – I passed him up and Evan passed that's him up. That's correct. Like. Yeah, that's correct. So Matt's, uh, Matt's team, very, very interesting. Uh, six and one, they're, they're in the driver's seat. Yeah. 674 points four, 587 points against. Okay. Yeah, so his points against have to be pretty darn near the top. There's there's some uh there's some big ones. He's actually not that 
He's third. Hi. I'm I'm actually one. Points against. Points yeah. against? Points against. He's third. No way. Yeah. Third no way third, third lowest. Oh, third low. Oh yeah, third lowest. Yeah, third lowest. I thought you meant highest. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I was like, what? Um all right. Well, our second award here. Let me let me get this envelope here and open it up. <clears throat> the award for Wakanda Forever, and and just for those who aren't familiar with what that is, uh, Andy, that is, I believe, Black Power. Is that correct? Yes, Black Panther. Black from the Panther. Marvel series. Okay. So the winner of the Wakanda Forever Award for having the darkest team and most ethnically diverse team <laughs> uh, in the Fantasy Football League this year goes to Evan. Evan, congratulations. Oh, congratulations, Evan. Evan, who, who is Evan's only white player? Do we know? It is Mark Andrews. Oh, very interesting. As the lone white man on his team. And there's no kickers. No. Now, Evan is proud. He always brags about this, that he has a hybrid at quarterback. Okay. Well, hey, <laughs> hybrids work. So congratulations to Evan's team on the Wakanda Forever Award. Congratulations to Matt and Evan, our first two award winners. Well, Andy, let's go to our third award here. Third award. Let's see, Mike. This award, the Digson himself into a hole award <laughs> goes to no other than Uncle Joe's team following the infamous Stefan Diggs and Rex Burkhead trade where Mike, you touched on this earlier. The difference between the game last week, him versus Uncle Tom was no other than Stefan Diggs. That's a tough crowd there, Mike. That one. That's a tough crowd. It is a tough, very tough crowd. Boy, that had to be, uh, you know, what what happened? Remember last year, Uncle Joe traded James White, who went on to produce like 10 double digit weeks in a row for Frank Gore. Frank Gore. Oh, goodness. So I don't think he's going to be making any trades anytime soon after, after these last two years of, uh, having a bad, bad taste in his mouth. He's rating those two uh, pretty good players. Yes, two, two fatal errors. Yeah. Well, who knows? I mean, he's what? Sitting what record-wise? He's two and four, two and I want to say. Five, two and five. four, two and five, two and five. Two and five. It'll be two and five, right? And two and five. Yeah. It's a must win for him this week. I just, I, I, Rex Burkett, as much as I've bashed Rex Burkett, he's going to go off against me. So he has given up the, yeah, he's in the middle in terms of points given up. Uh, points for Uncle Joe is, uh, boy, he is, uh, second last. And going back to Evan's team, Evan has, Six eighty eight four five seventy five against. Yeah. All right. All right, Mike. What is our next award? Our next award is the. Let me. Excuse me. Let me open up the 
envelope. I forgot to uh, do that. One second, please. Okay, I'm just being handed the envelope right now, and the award is the Worst Curse Award. SFL First to Worst goes to Eric for being the champion last year to being the worst team ever assembled, apparently. And he is the worst team this year at the midway point. He is the lowest in points scored. And, and the, he has the most points against him, I believe, also. Very unlucky. Yes, he does have 743 and a half. <laughs> That's a lot. That is a lot. Now, remember, Mike, this happened to Matt's team last season. It's true. Matt went from champion to chump. He did. You know, do you think that uh, they just get too cocky after winning? I think that's part of it. Eric spent a lot of the offseason partying. Ooh. Um, you know, I heard him mumble something about how it was him, not the magazine, who delivered the championship. Oh, my. Getting very cocky. So, so we'll see. Maybe, maybe this will humble him and he'll go back to his roots I may have to go back maybe next season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe he'll bring uh, Mahomes back next year or something like that and see what he can do. Very, very interesting. All right, Mike, next award here. Okay, we have the Belichick Top Scouting Department Award. Oh, this sounds like a good one. Goes to my dad's team. Hmm who seems to consistently find young players and develop them into solid contributors for his team. Points for 809. Next highest is 752. He's running away with that department. You know, one of the things that I've noticed about his team this year is, you know, in years past, he might have overreacted with a player. You know, if they had a bad week or two, he would just cut them. Kind of a very Belichick, Bel, Bill yes. Belichickian of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, no surprise that he is uh, running the Patriots defense out every single week. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know if there's a, a tie there with him and Bill Belichick, but uh, they seem to be uh, on the same wavelength um, in, ter- in terms of players. But you know, he's, he's I think he's really limited his moves this year, probably because he drafted very well. But um, the never- moves he has made, I know he's he's picked up. Um... DJ Shark was a pickup. Great pickup. Um, who else did he pick up? There's somebody else. Well, he picked up Waller and traded he him. He did to pick you. up Waller. He did pick up Waller. Yeah, so those were his two big pickups. Yeah, and I two think of the best he probably so far he drafted Chris Godwin. I want to say he was probably oh, drafted. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had Definitely to be. drafted. He had like to be drafted. Third or fourth round pick. Yeah. So solid draft again. He, every year, Mike, he said it, this year after the draft again, he was not happy with his team. Is he happy now? I think he's happy now. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess if you're never satisfied, you can never be satisfied. So he's not happy. He's just appeased. Very true. Just like Bill Belichick. Yeah, see, he's cracking a smile on his face, but it's a small <laughs> one. You can't really tell. All right, Andy. Well, the next award is uh, the Back to School Blues oh, S- September Struggle Bus Award. Andy, this is your award. Uh, you you don't like going back to school in September, do you? I hate it. So, Always have. You know, I think that that really must be true because the last three years in September in fantasy football, you have not won a game. Yeah, that's rough, man. Holy crap. You are a, a very slow starter. 
but it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And, uh, you know, you've, uh, you've worked your way up to three and one in the last four weeks. I'll take it. Hope I can stay high. And I think you're what, uh, third in points for, yeah. Third in points, third in points, seven twenty four, six ninety five against. It's a lot. I think I'm second against. Yeah, I think you are actually after Eric. So I mean, you're hanging around. Yeah, you've been. I mean, we know you've been buzzsawed a few times. Now you're six ninety two against. So you're fourth against. Uncle Tom's got that. So that, but you're certainly not what, third in points. It says I'm six ninety five. Weird. I don't know how it's sorting. So weird. That's weird. Who know? Who who knows? Yeah. I know it's close. They're all pretty close. Yeah, I don't know why it's moving like that. Anyway, uh, our next award. What do we have? Okay, the next award is the overhaul award which goes to Tinkering Transaction Tom. Mike, he has a league-high 33 transactions. Wow. That has to be a record. I think the second-place person for transactions, it looks like, Mike, I think it's you. You only have 19. Yikes. And I've so had, he's blowing I've, you out I've of the water. I've had some injuries. Yes, you have. Huh. Okay. 33 moves. That's a lot. Well, I, I mean, his team's got what? Where are we at? Points. Five, Looks like six. Where, mine must be like completely discombobulated. The way this is sorting here. I have six thirty-three and a half four seven oh nine against. So yeah, he does have. I think he's the second most points against. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I liked his team. He's just had some bad luck, but he's had some real bad luck. Uh, you know, if he was about probably hundred points more, he'd be he'd be in it. Oh, for sure. So we'll see what right, uh, see what he can do. All right, next award we have Joe Fantuzo, aka ESPN.com. <laughs> Award for the midseason bust award. ESPN projected their own draft. Obviously, it was no surprise that ESPN thought that they did the best out of anybody in terms of the draft. Um, so Joe's uh, Joe Fantuzo's team is projected to finish number one after the draft. Uh, the talent's there, but uh, you know the the thing is, and he can take a bit of advice from Tinkering Tom. You have to tinker a little bit and uh, and, and keep the, keep everything updated and, and play the matchups. That's half the battle, Mike, is just managing the team. Yeah. So we'll see what happens going forward with Fantuzo's team. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Next one. All right. The award here, the winner of the Eric Schmidt Blueprint Copycat Award, Mike, that goes to your team. You also took a very similar group of players from Matt's team last year. Yep. Um, but you took Eric's blueprint. You have the top fantasy running back and top fantasy quarterback who are really mm. carrying your team right now. Yeah, I'm definitely copying off of those two guys. It's paying off for you. Absolutely. McCaffrey Big and time. Lamar, basically two running backs. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Two RB1s. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, 
the next award is an, is an interesting one. Mark Liebenguth wins the Oddball Award. And Andy, the reason he wins the Oddball Award, nothing to do with him personally. Only the fact that on odd weeks, his team is amazing. On even <laughs> weeks, his team is terrible. Horrible. Week one, 113. Week three, 118. Week five, 108. Week seven, 130. Week two, 59. Week four, 60. Week six, 80 and a half. And we're approaching crazy difference. Week eight right now. That's good for Evan's team. Yeah. So, Mike, yeah. a total of 469.5 points on odd weeks, even weeks 199.5. That's amazing. Crazy. Uh, I, I mean, well, the only thing that we have for Mark is, is a little song. Here you go, Mark. Enjoy. This is for you. Take it in, Mark. Well, I hope Mark enjoyed that, and hopefully he uh, breaks the trend, but uh, we'll see. We will see. Next award. All right, the Big Name No Game Award goes to Joey Schmidt. Mike, Joey's team is filled with big name football players who have been fantasy football stars in the past. Yeah, it's very true. And this year, they are not doing anything. No. No, they're not. I mean, you, you look at guys like Julio Jones, Todd Gurley. I mean, he's, I think James Conner, he had a great year last year, but, you know, has had some trouble this year. James White. Famous Jameis is all over the place. Yeah, famous Jameis throwing picks left and right. I mean, yeah, he's got guys who uh, have the names. I mean, Jason Witten. Yeah, I definitely say he has the oldest team in the league. He does. Larry Fitzgerald, Jason Witten. He likes the name um, recognition, but uh, you know the NFL is about young talent. Speed. No doubt about it. All right. Next award is the Just a Bit Short Award. Reason being, Joe Marco's guys have been just a bit short for their projections. I mean, you look at Guys like Odell Beckham have not performed up to standard. George Kittle, not performed up to standard. Le'Veon Bell, not performed up to standard. Pat Mahomes, now hurt. We were also considering giving Joe Marco the Madden Curse Award, but yes. too soon, too soon. All of those guys you mentioned, Mike, were expected to have huge seasons. Yeah. Um, I loved, I like Joe's draft a lot coming out. And, uh, you know. Kittle, OBJ, Le'Veon. I mean, those those are three guys that can win you a championship when they're playing at the top level of their game. But uh, no doubt about it. Nowhere close to it this year. We'll see. Was the Browns' schedule should get a little bit easier going forward? I think the Jets' schedule, maybe depending on how Sam Darnold plays. Hopefully, that lightens up a little bit for him. Yeah. Um, we'll see if he can turn it around. Remains to be seen. Well. Um... Any more awards or anything else you want to go over? 
I think that is it for the midseason, Mike. Next time we do an award show, we'll be handing out the SFL championship trophy. Okay. Maybe we'll do that over a, a live podcast to commemorate the moment. That would be awesome. So the real question is, will we do the live Thanksgiving one again this year? I won't be around for Thanksgiving this year, but so I'll be there for Christmas. that would be a no. That will be a no. Okay. I'm okay with it. I feel like it kind of took away from the whole evening last year. I mean, although it was fun – you know, it was kind yeah. of just like the podcast and nothing else. So maybe we can do a miniature one on Christmas, just an award ceremony or something very with possible. the champion or whatever. Yeah, that uh, would be very possible. Not not a bad idea at all. You, I take it you're going to be going to uh, Hannah's for Thanksgiving. I'll be yeah, I'll be at Hannah's for Thanksgiving. Gotcha. Then I'll be. I'm not sure where Christmas is this year, Christmas Eve, yeah, but I'll be there for that. Your parents' house. Is it really okay? Yeah, it was awesome. supposed to be at I think my mom's this year, but. Or no, I'm not sure, maybe. But I think with, you know, the baby coming and all that. Yeah. You know, it's been a little, it'll be a little busy. So hopefully I'm uh, even able to make it Christmas. Cause he's gonna I hope be so. Do right around, you know. He'll be, yeah, that's true. Early, mid-January, so. Um, that is true. Who knows? Exciting. Yeah. Coming quick. Will that affect your fantasy scouting next year, Mike? I'm sure it will. Yeah. Well, although the, on the bright side, he, I mean, he'll be six months-ish when fantasy scouting starts. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to get his first word to be uh, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. That's great. So, but uh, yeah, well, that's, that's about all I got. Hopefully everybody... Has a great evening. Enjoys this amazing Thursday night game, the Redskins and the Vikings. Oh, it's epic. And uh, Epic. Yeah. Do the Cavs play tonight? Oh, God. I hope not. I watched a little bit of the game yesterday. I tried. I, Andy, I tried. I tried. They went like seven minutes without making a basket. Andy. It was terrible. I am really – I'm over the NBA. Yeah, so Anyway, because of the way that – it's run obvious reasons. Yep. And now that, you know, they're all communists supporting. Oh my God. What idiots. a mess. Um, what a mess. LeBron. I'm just, I'm done with him. What's annoying. It was so annoying about him is that he, when it's like something against Trump or something against some other politician, he'll like attack them and say how awful they are and blah, blah, blah. He'll, he'll act like a politician. He's all about but equality. When, yes. But then Supposedly. when all that stuff went up about China, he's like, Well, I'm not a politician. Leave it to the leave it to the politicians. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, he God, just plays stupid. Well, God forbid, uh, LeBron, we inconvenienced you. You you had a little bit of a restless night when you were sleeping over in China, which is a communist country and has absolutely zero freedom and the people of Hong Kong are protesting to get some freedom. But uh, you know, you know, it doesn't matter about that because as long as you know you have little Chinese kids working, making your shoes. Making your shoes and you can make millions and billions of dollars so that's all he cares He's about come back yeah i can't stand him can't stand him and i'm glad they lost last night so yeah keep losing lakers keep losing go clippers go clippers Cavs will lose every game <laughs> go get lonzo or uh lamello ball no, we don't need another point guard. Well, we no, probably we don't. do actually need another point guard because neither one of them. Can Darius Garland play. actually looked—he looked decent. Yeah. He has potential, yes. but he's just 
He looks like he, he's only 19, 19 years old. He was born in 2000. Oh, my God. Don't make me Isn't sick. Isn't that insane? Making me sick. He's born in 2000. Oh, my God. It's crazy. That is crazy. So we're sold. <laughs> I know. I, we are. We are. As everybody older than us on the podcast rolls their eyes. <laughs> but, uh, man. Quite something. But uh, anyway, Andy, I hope you have a good night. I will be uh, going to bed shortly. I am getting up at 5 in the morning, go to the gym. So, Oh, yeah, get some rest. I need to get my beauty rest. Um, hope everybody uh, has a good weekend. Yeah, have a good weekend. Browns, let's go. Get it done. Andy, I, uh, I'm sure I'll be talking to you on Sunday, and we'll be oh, complaining yeah, we, about we the Browns. We will be in communication, Actually, yeah, we, for sure. We got a 425 game, don't we? We do. Interesting. So that's with, like, um, the Fox, like, that's, like, the game of the week oh, crew, I think. Interesting. All right. That'll be good. Can't wait. All right. Well, we are good. All right. See you later. Have a good night, everybody.